bullshit, it's all just dumb gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. Usually, this is a podcast where we're supposed to talk about the last week in politics. But lucky for you guys, this is another weird pre-taped evergreen episode. Yeah, but it's our last one for a while. We had last week off for July 4th, and we pre-taped this episode back in June. Remember back in June when we pre-taped those episodes when we were very, very, very hungover. It's that day, which is actually this day, <laughs> but you guys are now hearing this on July 11th. Um, but next week, we are both back in L.A. for the rest of the summer, and shit is going to be on and poppin' and timely <laughs> as fuck. On and poppin' and timely as fuck. <laughs> like, Okay, that's right. Timely and free. Just the way you bitches like it. For now, though, we needed a theme for this evergreen episode, <coughs> mm-hmm. and it wasn't easy because um, what the theme should have been called was "hungover and phoning this in." But <laughs> so you that can be the parent the parenthetical oh, theme, okay? okay? As Julie's shuffling through papers, and I'm getting my judge Julie ready. Okay, well, we'll be, we can get that ready when we get to that segment. Okay, um, the theme for this episode is um, Julie's rage. <laughs> rage also sounds like duty. Yeah, I was gonna say Julie's rage, rage, <laughs> Julie's rage. So back in June, when we recorded this, Julie was on an intense travel schedule. Plus, we were having tons of pointless LA <laughs> meetings in between her traveling, and uh, we also did three episodes of Hey Queen Hot Tea. That was yesterday. Go mm-hmm. to Hey Queen channel on YouTube to check those out. That's why we drank all day. Mm-hmm. That's why we're hungover. And even though Julie was traveling and doing stand-up pretty much five days a week, she did not slow down her drinking at all. And you know what that means. I have rage. Vag, lesbo, drunk, pussy, hungover, then drunk again, lady, rage. No coping skills. None. None. Zero. Samesies. No coping skills. She really doesn't. Oh, and I, at night I put, I'm. you know what I found in the, I saw on Instagram that I want, and it's probably fake now actually, is that pillow that holds you like a full body <gasps> yes do you sorry know, do you know what i'm talking about no well i've seen those ads <laughs> sorry i just had an epiphany um we've seen we've i've seen those ads but i don't know if um we've been getting ripped off on instagram a lot lately i know i'm Julie's scared been now. buying me bun makers and shit on instagram and then i get them and they're hair so ripper outer they rip your hair out and probably a Chinese person like had to get killed to even make mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. then I get it. And mm-hmm. Julie probably, who knows? We've been getting ripped off a lot on Instagram. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know why I brought up the pillow. Oh, because I'm, I'm in a rage, but then at night I want to be <laughs> held like a baby. 
So I put the pillows around. Oh, I know. You always have to make baskets out of pillows and weird new beds. <laughs> I like pillow think beds. if I had my if I was rich, I'd build an adult crib. <laughs> yeah, or one of those really like like a dog bed. It's like we yes. want a dog bed. Yes. Is what we want. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You know? It's like unfair that they get to have that. I want a life size one. Maybe that's somebody rich make a human dog bed. No one rich listens to this. I mean, I sometimes like right. to fantasize that Shira has money, but I don't think she does. <laughs> I mean, you know, just regular, like Jewish type money, like you, but your parents, yeah, but your we, parents, I mean. Yeah, right. They're regular. Like they're, they're, like, they're good. I mean, they're like they're Jewish. Good. They're a little more than regular. Right. Right. They're right, like right. Jewish money. Right. Okay. Smart people, buddy. Um, right. Okay. So you're also tired. Um, in and addition that, yeah. to being drunk, hungover again, last vegetable pussy rage. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Lodge, you know when you're, you, yeah, you know when you're vag lesbo drunk, pussy hungover, then drunk again, lady, lady rage, pussy rage, lesbo rage. Then also too tired and no coping skills. You know when you dumbass, fat ass cries at commercials. <laughs> it's time to 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 check your life. What commercial was it? Oh, there's a Volkswagen commercial where the old lady fucking wants her family to get in the car oh, and drive I hate across the that country. One. Yeah, well, I hate it too, but I can't help it when when she says, "I wish that my husband was here," whatever his name was, and then they all cry. I'm like, "This is so." When they're in the, when they're in the diner. So dumb. I hate this commercial. <laughs> and doesn't it play a song too? Yes, it's the song that gets you. I hate it, and but it's that old fucking lady when she's sad that her husband's dead. Ooh. <laughs> um. <laughs> and don't put on a don't put on a. No animals, please. Uh, Not well, even the I news. Mean, so this is supposed to be a rage episode, but now it's going to turn into like a crying episode. It's just going to be another episode where we That's promise all rage something, is. but we don't deliver. That's all rage is. It's just sadness. It should be brandy rage because <laughs> I, this is, I mean, we definitely, we don't have any coping skills at all. <laughs> none, and none, none. I like when Julie's like this, I like to bring up people that get on my nerves but don't necessarily get on hers and then I'll just name drop buggers and then she'll start talking shit about them and I'm like and then it gives me life I get <laughs> as she you know it's the thing you tear down other people and then you feel good about it. it's like as right. she's doing it I'm getting so sometimes I will walk or be walking around Home Depot and I'll put my headset in and call her and when she's in this condition <laughs> and then she'll just talk shit the whole time I'm just pushing my cart and I'm like this is so great because she doesn't really do that when she's not la- Ladge Vesbo pushy hungover rage <laughs> Pushy? Pushy. I said Ladge. Oh, yeah. Ladge Pushy. Ladge Vegbo. <laughs> ladge Vegbo Pushy, Frank um, Over. Okay, so let's get to the fucking next segment. What is it? Oh, it's Judge Julie. The first Rage Riage. That was actually the first Rage Riage <laughs> That's segment. right, it was. So yeah. let's get to the second Rage segment, um, which is, of course, Judge Julie. This is a segment we do called Judge Julie. It's pretty self-explanatory, but for anyone who's obtuse, it's basically Judgey ass Julie doing what she does best, ripping someone or something a new asshole. Today's defendant and the recipient of an extra anus is the Trump-appointed head of the Environmental Protection Agency, Scott Scotty Pruitt. Court is now in Good session. Idea, me. Please, please rise. Bailiff Brandy, hello. Thank you for that idea. <laughs> Judge Julie Me is in the courtroom, and you're welcome. My courtroom is the last stop in justice when the real courts and real legal system have failed us. You may call it vigilante justice if you want, but if you ask me, 
It's just what's right. And it is the actual real law. And you know what? Stay standing, you fucks. Everyone in today's courtroom has been appointed to the EPA. And your main defendant stands before me, responsible for all of you. And it is he who stands trial. And let's not beat around the bush, which obviously is about to burn to the ground and never to regrow due to the fact that he is stripping the earth of one nutrient and every nutrient and just may be one of the worst people ever born and the fact that no one is fighting him and allowing this climate Hitler to remain in power is shameful and that's why you at the EPA are complicit in this guilt and I'll get to you later but for now let's talk about this shitbag Scott Pruitt. Can I call you Scott? Gross. Scott, I mean, imagine just, just, and just, just excuse me, Scott, for a second. Um, uh, to the people listening, imagine just a guy named Scott running the EPA. Imagine a guy named Scott running anything. It's as if an angry junior high school lacrosse playing date raper has become the head of a rape safety organization pointed at lacrosse students. Scott Pruitt made head of the Environmental Protection Agency, not just nominated by Trump, but voted in by the Senate and shamed on you too. Hey Scott, welcome to the Lesbian Protection Agency where you'll be judged and sentenced and much like the earth that you want to destroy, that's what I will be doing to your sorry fucking ass. For those of you who don't know Scott, the actual piece of shit Pruitt, he is the new head of the Environmental Protection Agency. Who is Scott Pruitt? Here's a little background and all you need to know. Scott Pruitt is the former Attorney General of Oklahoma and the 14th head of the EPA. As Attorney General, you gained a reputation for being, quote, Big Oil's full-time man on the inside, end quote. That's wow. a quote. Big Oil's mm-hmm. full-time man, man on, on the, the inside. inside. Wow. That's what a, a quote. puppet. A puppet for the oil company. That's a quote from a website called Corporate Accountability International. Your claim to fame is how you took actual letters from oil and energy companies, removed their letterhead, put your letterhead, and then forwarded it to the EPA. And then you went on to sue the EPA 14 fucking times. Well, congratulations to us. Now you're the very head of the organization you wish to dismantle. Here are some things you've done so far. You begun the processing of abandoning the Clean Power Act. Uh, That's America's only national limits on carbon pollution from our largest source. This will allow the power plants to emit unlimited amounts of pollution, leading to more asthma attacks, death, uh, pollution. I I think it's pretty clear that we can't let power plants release (laughs) unlimited amounts of pollution. Like, I mean. No, listen, not according to Scott Pruitt. You've taken aim at the mercury and air toxics rule, which reduces dangerous neurotoxins that harm children's brain development. Pruitt is opposing it, even though virtually all power plants in the country now comply with this rule, demonstrating that none of the fear-mongering about cost and reliability problems we heard from industry were true. He actively, and even though they've already done this, he actively campaigned to withdraw from the Paris Climate Agreement, which we know they did. You appear to be trying to shut out neutral scientific advice. He's declined to reappoint half of a scientific advisory board with some reports indicating on his watch the EPA has removed key pollution and climate data from its website which we knew that happened right at the very beginning and whatever. Pruitt also claimed on CNBC that carbon dioxide quote is not a primary contributor to the global warming that we see end quote flatly contradicting the scientist at NASA he's an attorney general what is he fucking know about carbon dioxide every major American scientific organization and his own agency carbon monoxide which one is it dioxide okay 
He paved the way for Trump administration's call for a 31% cut to the EPA budget, more than what any other federal agency faces. If enacted, it would dramatically reduce protections against pollutants such as mercury, lead, smog, carbon pollution, undermine enforcement of the Clean Air and Clean Water Act, reduce cleanup of toxic waste sites. It will result in more asthma attack for kids, more health problems for elderly Americans, accelerated climate change, and more pollution in our lives. I don't care about asthma attacks on kids. Take that out of there. That's just, it's going to kill us all. Neurotoxins. Yep. Every single fucking young kid is going to get fucking b- b- autism and retardism oh, and, or whatever. And it's like, uh, I met some people who um, grew up in Orange County, actually. There are people who, so there's, you know, this whole thing with the Governor Brown and how he's taking the governors and they're going and they're trying to do right. the old climate shit. Because the of, in California. Because of the EPA... People who lived in California and in these places, and you know, they say that California is so much smog and blah, blah, blah. Right. Apparently in Orange County and these areas, the these people who are now 60 or 70 were basically telling me they would wake up like they couldn't even open their... The, it, the smog was so thick that they... You, you'd have to wait in the morning to go outside. Yeah, there were like smog you warnings. Right. The, the, the whole thing, it looked gray. Well, that isn't like that anymore because of regulations. Right. I mean, even here, there's a, like um, probably like... 40 minutes from here there's uh that's that thing happened with that sriracha plant oh like, that's right like that's sriracha right. got right. so incredibly popular on the west coast right. and i don't even know at everywhere else but because right because ramen just got real big here and everybody needs sriracha and their ramen yeah. and i need it in every soup at this point yes. i fucking put it in every single soup not right. even asian soup I mean, the bitch puts it in matzo ball soup yeah like i really do <laughs> so like sriracha got so popular that this town that had the one plant mm-hmm. like the plant essentially destroyed the fucking town with all of its, you know, emissions and pollution coming off of it. You know what I mean? Just right. In every way. Every every single thing. It's because it's not just what they're putting into the air. It's like they've got to dump all that shit yeah, somewhere. Yeah, it's going to water. Just, and even in the dirt, it's going to affect how you grow food. I mean, it's every single Ugh, thing. That's why I'm saying he's gosh. taking all the nutrients out. He's also now, I want to welcome the other pieces of shit bags into the courtroom who you've been um, appointing. Just a few examples. Nancy Beck, welcome. Move from the chemical industry's main lobbying organization to the highest political appointee at the EPA office overseeing the chemical industry. What? <laughs> lobbying for chemical companies. Four. How is that? And now funny? she is controlling what could be the regulations against the chemical companies. Huh. Wonder how that that's going to go. So- Fucking gross. Justin, just horrible. Justin Schwab, now a top lawyer at the EPA, previously represented a coal utility. Christian Palak, a lobbyist for a coal industry group, was appointed. Why are all these coal lobbyists working at the Environmental Protection Agency? They appointed to a senior position in the EPA's Congressional Relations Office. I mean, there isn't a horror movie with a better plot than this. You have been busy appointing the exact people within the EPA who have been spending their lives trying to destroy it. I could go on and on and on with the evidence, but I think people get the gist. And feel free to pop online and check out Scott Pruitt's accomplishments, which add up to basically piling up shit, literally, and then hoping your baby eats it for dinner. Scott Maybe Pruitt. that's what the lady was thinking about when she was staring at the blade of gla- grass. What am I going to make the baby for dinner? Well, just is Scott Pruitt going to give my baby autism with neuro? Oh, I'm quite sure. Anyone with a baby shit. right now should be thinking that. Scott Pruitt, I sentence you to go live by a hazardous waste area, drink the untreated water of Flint, Michigan, swim in the ocean of oil spills, and quite honestly, you should live the rest of your life riddled with cancer and disease of which people are attaining from living in unprotected areas or living in areas to become unprotected because of you. And I declare that you shouldn't die, but you should wither away inch by inch in a torturous climate (laughs) of which you have created. Because of the fact that we all know that you know not just climate change, 
But toxic regulations, human pollution, waste regulations on food, factory farming, corporate accountability, ozone layer, smog, carbon emissions, you know these things matter. You know that they're happening. You know that they're true. But what's so evil and despicable despicable about you is that you don't care. Not only you don't care, you're obnoxious and arrogant about it. Watching you speak to the press and speak publicly is more infuriating than hearing a man tell a woman to calm down in public. And we all know there's Ew, nothing worse than that. Ew, or chill, 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 chill. Just chill. Like, don't fucking tell me to chill. Don't tell me to relax. Oh, God, that one too. Just hey. relax. No. Nope. I will <laughs> fucking pull your dick off or whatever. But hearing a man say that to a woman, that will drive me insane. <clears throat> uh, that's how you make me feel listening and watching you speak your attitude makes me want to lash out with a baseball bat to your dick you are absolutely the lowest cockroach bottom feeding ass kissing exhaust pipe sucking panderer i have ever seen in my life you are worse than an infestation of scabies and lyme disease you are a weak cowardly demon I had who must be once. exercised from this world you had scabies yeah you knew i had scabies. Yeah, i know once. but I'm, yeah. mom remember in high school it was so awful I mean, it's not a sexually transmitted disease, you guys. <laughs> Do people think it's a sexually transmitted yeah, disease? Yeah, because they just don't know. It fucking sucks. Ass. Oh. I mean, how scary is that? that there were bugs and, and living under your skin. Because my parents, thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> my parents have to move to some fucking podunk hillbilly town where I had to go to the doctor 900 times and God knows he probably felt me up. <laughs> You look back in high school and you're like, were these doctors like trying to fuck me or what? I don't know. But anyway, so I go to the doctor 900 times and they couldn't figure it out because they don't know anything in those towns. Right. That's so I had it for so long and it was a nightmare. Yeah, isn't it like super itchy and painful? Over your whole body. It's just so bad. And they couldn't fucking figure out what it was. I can't believe they couldn't simply figure that out. No, until fucking probably half my high school got it. And then all of a sudden, miraculously, everyone figured it out. I'm like, I was the second one that got it from whoever gave it to me. I've had it for months. Oh my God. I know, nightmare. How do you get rid of it? All It's so easy too. All you do is put this cream like from, because it's not ever on your face. From the neck down, you just wear this, you put this cream on overnight and it's done. Really? Yeah, and I lived with it for months. Those it, fucking idiots. I know. Wow. Mom, I blame you for moving to <laughs> fucking Horseshoe Bay, Horseshoe shit, Texas. Um, that's where the doctor was, but... Uh, mom, remember, I know my mom says we love going back to this high school memory lane. <laughs> Bailiff Brandy, let's get back to court. Oh, sorry. Someday- I was trying to do a funny aside. I had scabies once, but then it turned no, into it was a, great. a sob story about my scabies. No, it was still a funny story. It was still okay. a funny well, story. I don't think it was that. Someday we will look back in embarrassment and humiliation that you, Scott Pruitt, were allowed to exist before our eyes. My hope for you is that you are forgotten in a cesspool of toxic waste and all that will be remembered are the people who cleaned up your disgusting and calculated mess. You, sir, are carbon poisoning. You are climate change. You are toxic waste. You are smog. You are disease. You are poison. And today in our courtroom, we are the cure. Also, I've decided to cut your dick off just because I think that you deserve that too. Court is adjourned. Uh, and for those of you who are worried, uh, no, this will not be the last time we hear from Judge Julie. There will be many, 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 <laughs> many more shady, lying, corrupt assholes for her to rip a new asshole. And she will not need a rageful evergreen episode to do it. Her gay rage is always there and we can access it anytime. But speaking of gay, let's answer some gay questions. Yeah. I got gay questions and I need gay answers. I got gay questions, and I need gay answers, yeah. I got gay questions, and I need gay answers. I got gay questions, 
and I need gay answers. Now it's time for the part of the show where we read some comments and answer questions from our 14 listeners. Or in this case, two questions from one single listener. <laughs> We decided to include this in our Rage Evergreen episode because one of the questions that we got from the same listener involves people's couch. And right now, thinking or talking about people's couch brings up so much goddamn rage, it's almost unbearable. <laughs> I'm having to Airbnb my house this summer since Bravo doesn't want to pay my mortgage anymore. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm going to become an Uber driver. So the two questions came from Ali Kubiak, who sent us a message on Twitter. Ali said... I have two questions. Oh, I spelled two wrong. Oh, I see that. <laughs> God. I have two questions. First, I've heard mutterings that if the Democrats win the House in 2018 and Trump and Pence are impeached, we could see a Nancy Pelosi presidency. What do you guys think of this? Second, and unrelated to politics, what was your least favorite thing to watch on People's Couch? Hmm. Allie has heard mutterings, and we've got to assume Allie's got her ear to the grindstone mm -hmm. more than we do, because I think she's a millennial. Okay. Um... Who's a clearly, I haven't heard, I don't even hear mutterings. I don't think I can even hear quiet talking anymore. I can't hear whispers. <laughs> exactly. I can't even hear whispers. Um, so, and if it's mutterings, it's definitely that the consonants are running together. It makes it hard to. to oh, no, out. I would just hear like. Um, so if the Democrats win the House in 2018 and Trump and Pence are impeached, we could see a Nancy Pelosi presidency. Now, we were also wondering. Um, when are those are, I think those elections are, uh, like that voting I think is in February, but that oh. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know either. Um, so that's one thing we don't know. I mean, that's right, a, we'll one of the many out. things, but, um, no, I think that's impossible. They're already at pissed at Nancy Pelosi and blaming yeah, her right. because Allie, I think you might've asked this question prior to, um, the Democrat losing in Georgia. Right, and everybody blaming Nancy yeah. Pelosi. So the de so the de this, like was it this was it who? Yeah, George Ossoff, John Ossoff. Yeah, but what was he running for? Was for uh, wasn't he running for Congress? Yeah, but the House or I don't even know. I don't know. I don't even know. Like the song. Um. Anyway, the Democrat lost the Republican. It's always a red state, but they were thinking that I guess our Libertarian friend didn't win. Oh, I guess not. Was that what he was running for? Oh shit, no. No, he was just trying to get on. I don't even know. I don't even know what anything means. Yeah, Congress. So it was for Congress. Well, what was our libertarian guy doing? Trying to get in Congress? He's trying to get in Congress. He yeah. was. Well, yeah. there's no liber not even one libertarian in Congress. So the Democrat lost. I mean, and they, but he got closer than a Democrat ever has. And um, it was kind of a pipe dream. And, but everyone blamed Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. And it's just sort of like, I mean, Everyone's and there's a whole backlash too with the Democratic Party of they're they're too old, the people running it in general, like you know, and there's some validity there. I think I think well, that back like the when, when Trump got elected or when Trump got inaugurated mm -hmm. in January, there was this whole movement to replace Nancy Pelosi with that young guy, right? And they were like, we gotta get the young blood, right? And, right. But and then we threw through that whole thing because that all went down, and then they all kept Nancy Pelosi because they held right. a vote. In the, the Democrats, and then they they kept Nancy Pelosi, and now we've learned is because supposedly Nancy Pelosi is like a balls fucking um, fundraiser. Right, she's like one of the best fundraisers. She's like an inside there. She's an incredible leader. 
I don't find that she runs around on every news show. I mean, she's... I don't either. And when she is on, I like her. Yeah. Like, I like Nancy Pelosi. I I would... And if she... You know what? I'd be, I'd be thrilled if she was president. I think she'd be a good president. Oh, yeah. No, that... Like, well, I don't know about that. I think she might be a little bit too old. How old is she? I mean, no, uh, not... With all due. I, I, don't, I don't know how old she is. But just from where we are... If I'm looking at it now and the scope of where we are now, if that were to happen, I'd feel very comfortable with her as president. Like, I just think that she's... To me... Um, Maybe if she were 10 years younger or whatever, but I do think that she's like, she's a great leader. She's a, she's been a politician her whole life. She's knows what she's doing. She's on the right side of the law. She's, you know what I mean? Like yeah, she's everything. I really like her too. I like her. Her, she's just cool. I think she's cool. Yeah. I'm just a little bit of an, an ageist when it comes to that particular job. Well, yeah. Any other job, right. go, go knock yourself and out. And not for nothing, but John Ossoff was kind of a cock. So like. And like, you don't even like that word. <laughs> no. And like, you know, I don't know. I know he's young and he's good looking. I mean, he's one of the better looking yeah, people. Right. In, but in politics I, anyway. I, I found him to be off putting. I didn't like him. I can see that. I can see why people would find him to be divisive. He's like, he's, well, I didn't need anyone to blame Nancy Pelosi because that motherfucker lost in a red state where he never, ever would have won. No. And he came super, super close. And obviously like the race is on, but this wasn't Nancy Pelosi's fault. This no. was his fucking fault. And they already voted. Or just I don't there. Want to see the whatever. To come back every time. Terry always has to blame a woman. Julie, that's right. your line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly it's always fucking mommy's fault but this time it's just sorry yeah no like it's not nancy pelosi's fault i'm sorry but, but no. i'm glad you've been hearing i wish you 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 send me another message um on twitter ali and let me know what what the what the what the kids are talking about with this because that's cool <laughs> you know i don't know um i hadn't heard any of the mutterings we hadn't okay so the second and unrelated to politics what was your least favorite thing to watch on people's couch my least favorite thing was duck dynasty that piece of shit can go burn up in a fire. Now, Julie was so such um, a psychotic <laughs> um, individual when we watched Duck Dynasty in the first season. I mean, one of the first episodes. Uh, actually, yeah, I, I feel like it might have been in the, in, the, in, the, in the first. I think it was the first th season. Yeah, the first. No, it wasn't even the first season. I think it was in the first three. So when oh. we did it, oh, we, oh, we all God. got cast on people's couch. Oh. Um, we did three test episodes for free bravo i'm gonna put you on blast because this is the rage episode honey so we did three episodes for free and um it was during that also my dog died that at the last oh, that's one. right uh, my dog pianda re god rest his soul 17 years old amazing um it was in the first three episodes it was in the test and in the test we probably tried wanted to try and act like we weren't psychotic uh -huh. um julie didn't she was fine with it <laughs> uh acting psycho so we um they pl played duck dynasty or we watched it and um she just couldn't stop she just couldn't stop she just couldn't stop i mean and you guys know you know what the bitch is capable of you know what she's capable of saying you know she can't handle i snapped those kinds of guys hunting beard no, oh it's every single old, thing white disgusting racist homophobic bible beating <laughs> trash boxes just it, it triggered every single rage button the bitch at one point they were oh in this particular episode which we don't watch that show so in this particular episode they were um pulling frogs out of the turtles oh turtle oh god look she remembers it like it was yesterday i can't even remember they're pulling turtles out of a fucking stream or something yeah and they were throwing them yeah or? throwing them so julie is losing her lesbo mind and the people's got to cruise there like they're in another room you know the cameras are on the cameras are on remote control so we're alone 
you know so yeah it's easy that's why i get blackout drunk sometimes because we're we're there we're doing it for real but she picks up dog toys and starts reenacting them and she's hurling dog toys across the room yeah reenacting them throwing the turtles. turtles as hard as they can into, into the, the stream uh-huh. and it was like and so i could hear you know some of the crew members like full on dying fucking laughing because they're like this <laughs> motherfucker has lost she has snapped and who knows what's gonna happen i could hear him dying laughing and then um when the episode came out <laughs> that show wasn't in it <laughs> and it was like yeah no that we couldn't that wasn't gonna got not, that cut yeah was, and they're like there wasn't really without you guys it, there really wasn't enough footage and of anyone else and because in the very beginning of people's couch the xenos weren't even on it oh, that's right it was just us the right. gay guys right. it was a smaller cast right. and anyway so they were like without you we you know to anchor it we couldn't play it and there wasn't one usable second <laughs> of you guys watching it and then for the rest of people's catch and people's catch was on you know like honestly like three and a half seasons it was on over the course of like the last you know four or five yeah. years uh-huh. we never watched duck dynasty again <laughs> Ever. Like, they were like, nope, that went on some kind of blacklist. Like, oh. And then they started avoiding all shows like that with us. Well, then they started asking, like, what shows do you want to avoid watching? And they had to start asking everyone that. Right. um, What they hated. I can't help it. I can't help it. I mean, I did have to temper myself quite a bit throughout after that. But for the most part, I just can't. It's too, I can't. It's it's hard. I hated watching... um, I really, I mean, just in general, I hated watching things like Gotham and <laughs> just the fucking is torture, uh-huh. like Pretty Little Liars and shit like that. Like, I don't, I didn't. Now I'm happy. Well, to you be, hate Game of Thrones and things like that. But I nature. can watch Game of Thrones better than network TV scripted like Scandal. Go- Gotham. I mean, no, I'm or telling Gotham. you, I okay. don't like Gotham. I don't like their other Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or shit like, yeah, like that. Yeah, right, right. Um, And so that would be full torture for me. Um, I also I didn't like a lot of the stuff we watched, but um, I yeah. didn't like watching Sex Sent Me to the ER. Oh my god, the but, I love those reenactment yeah, shows. But, god, oh but, my but god. But I can tell you that what it was all fine. I mean, the, the, I would say the hardest for sure to be, have fun and be funny with was like the shows like Gotham. But the one that I hated the most was they made us fucking watch well, f- two things. They made us watch a, a hooker show about actual hookers. Oh, gigolos. Yeah, gigolos in Vegas where you see, so it's me and Julie. I don't want to watch sex with anyone. Like, right. I hate when a sex scene comes on and I'm like, my parents are there or even anyone. And it's like, so now Julie and I are watching a man <laughs> fucking like an obese woman. And like, you're seeing, you're seeing them fuck. That's yeah. that thing with that show. Yeah. It's on Showtime. Right. And so, and there's a whole crew there just in the other room. And right. I'm like, now we're all what? We're all watching porn together? Yeah, that was weird. And I mean, at least the Resnicks had to watch that with their dad. And they're like, we don't want to watch a show like this with our dad yeah. or our sisters. Please get your head out of your ass. So that was torture. Sorry we went on with these questions for 15 minutes, but Allie, we really th- love you for asking anything. Um, and like I always say, send us any questions, please. Why don't you ask me what to get your brother for his birthday? Or <laughs> ask Julie, you know, when she came out. Or I don't care. Just fucking send us questions so we don't have to talk about politics. I'm so goddamn sick of politics. Julie's on her period and wants to yell at someone. Let's get to that. Are you serious? Apologies for freedom. I can't handle this. When freedom brings Andrew the call on your feet. Freedom's on our shoulders. USA! President Donald Trump knows how to make America great. 
Grab by the pussy, bitch, bitch, bitch. Grab by the pussy, bitch, bitch, bitch. Grab by the pussy, bitch, bitch. Grab by the pussy, bitch, bitch, Now it's time for our special segment called Julie's on her period and she wants to yell at someone. Now we did this one other time and Richard ended up being so nice that I didn't really want Julie to yell at him. So being the perfect middle child that she is, she accommodated everyone and sacrificed her rage. Mm -hmm. Now I have a feeling today her rage is really going to shine through. You know what? I do have a strong (laughs) feeling that it will as well. Okay. Great. Um, so as one of our four loyal 14 listeners, um, our friend Kelsey DM'd me on Twitter and she said that she had someone who could argue with Julie when she's on her period. So then she sent us an email saying that her boyfriend Nick is very well informed and down to duke it out with me. She said that ultimately he voted for Hillary, but politically he calls himself a centrist and that he backed Trump for much of the campaign, which scared the shit out of her. She asked for me to argue with him so that she doesn't have to. Okay, so you're menstrual and rageful and ready to argue. Mm -hmm. And just in case there's a chance that I might force you into middle childing again, I'm going to try not to make eye contact with you too much this time. (laughs) Like a bull. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to remind you that in her email, Kelsey said that the last time her boyfriend overheard her listening to our podcast... He said, they're dumb, Mm. to which Kelsey replied, that's the point. And let me also add that he emailed (laughs) us and said he would do the podcast, but asked us not to reveal his last name because he's a journalist. Right? All right. He did. So on that note, hi, Nick. So, Nick, why do you think we're dumb? (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't think you're you're dumb. Uh, If I could just explain that part of it. I I overheard... Well, I overheard something and, you know, I wish I remember what you guys are talking about, but I, I just kind that... of overheard it in the background mm-hmm. and I, I don't know. It was something I just completely Listen, you disagreed don't, you can, with. You can, you know. That's fine. And uh, that's the whole point of this whole conversation is like, that's cool. I think it's great yeah. for you to disagree and whatever. I just want to know why you think we're, we're dumb. You can re- try and remember what we were saying, too, because we do say a lot of dumb shit. I mean, especially me. I'm not going to get offended. and I mean, you can argue with Julie. She, she can't do anything to you. It's not like she can really reach the phone and do anything. I mean, I'm sure we said, who knows? I didn't even know where North Korea is. I didn't know that the Holocaust was like this last century. Well, what do you think it would have been the disagreement? Let Maybe that would um, be a place to start. It was probably something... Uh, it's probably something Trump related. I, well, I what was it that what made you vote for Hillary rather than voting for Trump if you're supporting Trump? Well, uh, I, you know, I heard you say that that I was a centrist. Um, yes. I, you know, I, I characterize myself as a liberal independent, so I don't actually belong to either party, but I've always voted mostly Democratic. So. Right. So um, you're not affiliated. You're not registered as anything. You're independent. Uh, correct. And um, just as a uh, quick background, I was I was a big Bernie supporter. So that oh. was um, and um, that might have been yeah. what we said that you thought was dumb because we like to talk shit about Bernie. on yeah. this. We offend even people that like us because we talk shit about Bernie. It must Sanders. have been that it had to be that. Yeah, because I'll talk shit to the end of time about Bernie Sanders, even though I like him. To an, for a certain extent, but I certainly would never, have, ever have voted for him because he would have been a terrible president. Well, Nick, I mean, Julie's not really doing her job, but I want to say I thought Bernie Sanders saying higher education was going to be free was dumb. Mm. Well, I, uh, you know, I actually don't, I don't actually completely disagree with you on that. Um, okay, good. <laughs> well, there's, okay, if, okay. If you're, it's if not you're that poly- dumb, Nick. <laughs> 
Well, I'm just saying that is a that's like a main talking point. But when you when you say something like that, you have to you know the next question someone is going to ask is how are you going to do this, and then you know that's kind of where the problem was. I felt where there was a disconnect. Where obviously people and if you have all these people who you know there's trillions of dollars of student debt already. What about you know? What about all these people? Are are all their debts going to be absconded? You know, or are they just going to be forgiven? I and I have tens of thousands of student debt myself, but um, that's I that's a huge issue. But I think that would, in the future, I think that would benefit this country if more people were educated. Because I think a lot of people are educated, but they don't advance their education because they cannot afford it. If that makes sense. It definitely makes sense. Yes, it makes sense. Why didn't you want your last name to be said? I mean, you could say it if you want. I mean, <laughs> no. I'm going to argue. I'm just, uh, I want to be so much more, more angry at you. I know. You want to argue with me? <laughs> I want to argue with you. But this is what happens. People think they want to get in a thing and then they, 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 we, you, you we like, they're not dumb. Jewish, although they're Richard not, was Jewish yeah, and he didn't get into no, it. No, it didn't get into it. Well, what about like. <laughs> what like, do you and Kelsey argue about? I mean, you must have liked Trump. Some. Um, I, okay. She, she thought I was like a Trump apologist for a long time, but I, I always told her and I still tell her now that I don't, I never liked Trump. I never endorsed Trump, but I completely understood and I still understand why other people support him. And that's the kind of, she, I don't know, I guess she took that as me, you know, supporting him, which I never have never liked the guy and um i i just understand why so many people are still with him and i think it's it's not why do you think that is it's not even it's not even about him he's just he's just the mouthpiece he's basically the mouthpiece for this whole population that feels like they got a raw deal they feel like they've been ripped off for 30 30 40 years you have a lot of younger people. I mean, there. I know I have friends who are conservatives and they like Trump because, hey, Trump, he's pro Second Amendment. I have friends who shoot guns. And there, there's a Trump vote right there. And then they have people who. But don't you think then, that there's a thing? Because it's like nobody's not pro Second Amendment. And that's what I don't understand. Hillary's pro Second Amendment. Obama's pro Second Amendment. But do you think that they look at like any kind of regulation on their gun using and then they see that as it being against them and their guns. That's, I don't understand that. I think that whole argument is absolute, a pile of shit. Like they aren't, that doesn't make sense. It's not logical. It's not rational. And it's not based in fact. (laughs) Well, I, uh, no, I, yeah, I think that is what they think. These people like the pro NRA types, but, um, I, 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 yeah, I actually agree with you on that because you can, you can still own guns, but you could actually regulate them in a way that would make things safer. And, yeah, um, agreed, but, agreed. but the thing I mean, is when people, when, when someone, if someone came up to you and said, uh, uh I'm just, you know, I'm going to take your purse and you're going to ask why. And you say, because, you know, you want to take my purse. Like that's, they, that's where these people become, they feel like they're being attacked for what they like to do, even if they're not violent people or, whatever but i think there it has to be there is a middle ground there's just that yeah when you, know, you own feel, something that kills things maybe like have some regulation on it my purse isn't yeah. gonna kill you unless i guess there's a gun in it did you nick did you um vote for obama how did you feel about obama 
actually did not vote for Obama at all. Well, now I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the tables okay, are well, turning. Okay, when, the tables are turning. How fucking dare you, Nick? <laughs> you said you voted Democratic. Okay, the first... Well, let me let me explain. So the first... I was... I was 18 when Obama ran his first term when he won. And I was, um, you know, I was in college and I, I saw everyone around me. They thought hope and change. He was the savior. But I just looked beyond that. And I kind of I, that vote was kind of unjust. And I'll admit that years later, I was young and I didn't know as much as I know who now. Did, but who did you vote for? John McCain? <laughs> I actually did. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you do go either way. I mean, That's the only time in my life I ever voted Republican. Then did you vote for him again, his second, like against um, Romney? No, no. Um, <laughs> I actually voted. I actually voted third party in 2012. Oh, God. I know. Who was so, that? Was, wait, third party in 2012 was... Who was that? I don't really go against people it was, third party. I voted it was for Nader at one point. Gary Johnson I voted for. Oh, Gary Joe. God, Nick. <laughs> okay, he got worse. He got worse as the years I mean, went come on. come so. on. Gary Johnson got worse people. as the years went on. Jesus. Yeah, I think, you know what? I think that what Kelsey is sensing from you is that you are disenfranchised and you mm. really want Trump. I mean, speaking for myself, I consider myself, you know, pretty center and – um. You know, I was excited by Trump during the campaign just because I liked that he was shaking things up and talking Mm -hmm. shit. And I don't need corrupt politicians, you know, lying. And I was definitely sick of the establishment. It's only now, in hindsight, do I realize that that's all in place for a reason. And you kind of need people who play by the rules, the the corrupt rules that are there. (laughs) And, um, yeah, I voted for Nader when I was freaking 18. And, um, you know, I mean, I get that that whole school of thought, um, and I think that's probably probably why you were sort of down with Trump, or you or you get that. But now it shows that it's really just a bag of garbage. I mean, it's yeah. fucked up. I mean, you, yeah. Well, that the he's okay. and that administration is more corrupt than anyone's ever fucking been in the world. That's the irony. That is the irony. I, it's ridiculous. Can I make a point? Though? Yes, you may. You may. <laughs> I have to yell at All you right. though in order to I'll make inter- this segment I'll work. Here. I'm going to yell at you the even thing. in a positive manner. <laughs> The problem, okay, okay, I'm not going to disagree with anything you just said. Obviously, he said, I'm going to drain the swamp, and he increased the swamp. But the problem is with, if you're a Democrat in the U.S. right now, and all you do is talk about all the bad things that Trump does, no one is going to listen. It's just an echo chamber. And that's what I, that's basically what I see, is that, what you see any you watch any like cable news show and they have a Democrat on there and they're going to say Trump, Russia, this and that. And then what if you're someone on the right or even if you're an independent or you're a right moderate um, and you hear that, like, what does that do for you? Obviously, people obviously it's an important issue. The whole Russia investigation, I believe it's a huge issue. And I'm a journalist, you know, I believe and the free press too, the First Amendment He's black and free press. That, those are big issues to me. But if you have someone like my dad, my dad's like a conservative. My mom and dad are actually both conservatives. And if I say that to them, their argument is, well, all they have to say on the left is that how bad Trump is. But they don't have their own message. But they do have their own message, which is what's fucked up is because the Republicans did the same exact thing to Obama and continue to do it, Obama, to do it to Obama in this administration. Blame everything on Obama. Blame everything on the past. Don't take responsibility for anything. Democrats are obstructionists. They're fucking hypocrites. And granted, I would say that Democrats are hypocrite pussies because they can't fucking fight worth for a pile of salt. 
But yeah. like uh, the Republic, the this idea that the Democrats don't aren't doing anything and don't stand for anything. It's all just everyone seeing exactly what they want to see and 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 putting their lens on exactly what they want because the Republicans are uh, and currently now conservatives in this administration are one hundred percent blamers, whiners, victimers, like Obama did this, Obama did that, Obama, Obama. I mean, you can't t- listen to them talk without mentioning Obama. Like, wh- what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Whole, well, yeah. Their whole uh, uh, thing with health care is just trying to yeah. undo what Obama that's did. All, and that's all Trump has done since he's been in office has literally undo Obama's things. Like, he hasn't actually done one thing. And for the people who want jobs, for the people who want health care, for the people who need the money, and all, they're not going to get helped. No one's getting helped. No one is going to be helped. Your parents aren't going to get helped unless they're super rich. Then maybe they'll be helped. But other than that, coal miners, white trash, people who are poor, <laughs> living in trailers, us. us. <laughs> We're not going to get helped. The but can't you argue that, can't you argue that Trump is basically, if you're going to give him credit on something, he's basically doing everything he said he was going to do. This is why people voted for him to repeal Obamacare. Yeah. Um, yes. Jobs, jobs, which, if, you know, the, the still, jury's still out on I'm, that. I'm still unemployed. Yeah, exactly. I'm in fact more unemployed exactly. than I even was before. I mean, to, to say myself. that someone's doing exactly what they said, I could say I'm going to punch somebody up their butthole and I do it. Does that make it a good thing? No. Like, no, but I think, I definitely think when you were saying that, it's like, I don't necessarily think the government is there to help people. I mean, they're there to govern. Go goddamn help yourself. But you're saying that coal miners and people voted for him because they wanted help. Yes. Whereas I believe people voted for him because they wanted... They wanted the system that was already in place. They were anarchists. They were government anarchists. They want the system that's in place. Yeah, because they couldn't down. stand a black guy who was in power for eight years. They couldn't handle some black guy being their boss, and they they couldn't handle it. They couldn't. I'm sorry. Well, isn't but. that a whole Bernie? Isn't that the whole? That was the whole. That was the biggest slight against Bernie for a year, half whatever the hell it was. It was that he was a, an independent and a socialist and people just heard that those words socialist we yes. live in a cap we live in a capitalist society trump made all his money in a capitalist society <laughs> through the means of capitalism so obviously they're conservatives you hear that word and it's like i think that's what really made the left afraid uh, of bernie because they said he was first of all he wasn't par- really part of the party even though well, i like to point i like right. to point out though that if if we're going to compare him and Hillary, they voted together, what, like 93% of the time? I mean, that's I, that's that's a thing that I think that really... Right, well, he, really wanted, it, well, he yeah. wanted his cake and to eat it, too. He wants to be independent, and he wants to be in the in the game, and he wants to be in the party, and the only way to be in the party is to be in the fucking party. You're a Democrat or well, you're have Republican. You, have you heard of... But have you heard of... Um, have you heard of this guy, Angus King, from Maine? Yes, he's an ind- independent senator. He's on. He's been on TV a lot lately, doing all these like special hearings in regards to Russia. He's an independent, but Democrats love him. So what? I don't understand. I don't know. That Maybe argument. if he ran for president under the Democratic banner, they would be pissed at him too. I don't know. I think that it it makes people feel threatened. I mean, I'm not again. I think Bernie's exactly where he needs to be. He needs to be yelling about health care. He needs to be pointing out the hypocrisies. He needs to be yelling and being crazy. But as president of the United States, even though they voted for Trump, which is the irony of it well, all. Yeah, but they were just two sides of the same coin. Yeah. Trump was independent, yeah. too. He only yeah. went under the Republican ticket to get money. That is true. You know what I mean? That's true. And, and yeah. they both wanted to talk and you know fantasy rhetoric right and then yeah, people, but just, people just bought it right but they probably maybe if bernie was less jewish 
they might have been able to rally around him or younger that or whatever. Julie definitely thought he was too Jewish. He's That's- way too, I mean, <laughs> just physically and just verbally, like this country cannot handle that much Jew, Jew, Jewiness. They just can't. And it's just like between that and but, Hillary, okay, we were, but we were taking, screwed. We were screwed. There was no way that. But taking no, taking yeah. your argument though, that he that Bernie was full of rhetoric. Um, he said things during the campaign that later on, Hillary started repeating on her own stump speeches. Yes, because so I mean, obviously she's going to do that because obviously she saw all the young people he was getting and all that. So right, I I mean it's it's politics. I mean people are going to say shit and I don't think there's you know, anything, not follow right, through with right. it. No, there's nothing wrong with rhetoric too, and there's nothing wrong with having a dream, and I don't think there's anything wrong with what he was saying. I just don't think he was he was being like a real a real a realistic yeah, person think, within that dream but i actually think if he wasn't super jewishy yes he was just a regular old white dude yes like trump like john mccain let's say let's just looking yeah. looking being, but he had those all of those exact same philosophies i do think that he could have beaten trump yeah yeah i yeah. don't he was i too still Jewy, don't think hillary ever could have obviously she didn't right but he could have if it was white man against white man and that's right. assuming jewish isn't <laughs> right. white you know what i mean jewish, well, I think well, can, can i ask you, can i ask you to something <laughs> yeah, yeah well um okay so what did you think of what um i didn't hear your thoughts on this but the when the whole thing happened with the like the, there's like a leak uh, it was during the primaries there's like a dnc kind of you know they kind of went helped out hillary a little bit oh, you mean and, with the emails yeah, and they were talking yeah, shit about yeah, her, yeah i mean with liz wasserman schultz me, yeah, <laughs> yeah to me that's okay yeah. well okay so bernie won I, I live in michigan bernie won our primary against hillary yeah. and everyone that i know well mostly everyone i know voted for bernie yeah and these are people millennials you know of course and um that was a big thing i mean that could have even changed things dramatically even in the general election when when people found that out there were so many people i talked to when they found out that one party was basically trying to subdue another oh well you mean within the in those emails how they were talking shit about bernie where basically well, the yeah, Democrats were yeah. like, this fucking yeah, crazy this motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. their party was about to be dismantled. I mean, yes, that's it's gross. And I mean, it's unfortunate. But they did learn from it. And they did learn from Bernie. And they definitely absorbed all of those ideas. Well, that's what, And that's what a lot of people, what I felt about it was, and I even said this to Julie while she was sitting on the bed crying. <laughs> The morning of the election, I said, you know, I feel like it's, you know, I know you're sad and I know, you know, your feelings are hurt and you're scared for the future. But like, I just felt like she wasn't the woman. But that's why I was I wasn't upset because it was her. I was upset because it was him. Yeah, no, I know. You know, but I I feel like she was the woman. They had decided she was the next candidate the second she lost to Obama in the primary in 2007. She was coronated. She was coronated. Yeah. And it was like, you know, they didn't think it through. And yeah, if, if Bernie was coming through. You know, then let the Jewish people get moted. Let the shit happen. <laughs> let the shit happen. Don't try it. And that's exactly what they did. They were not going to let anyone else be the candidate but her. They insisted. Right. That's what allowed Trump to blaze in yes. randomly. Right. And it's like, yeah, we all we we all are paying for it now because I just felt like there oh, it could be a woman, but I never, ever thought it would be her. No. And nothing against her, you know, like she's a career politician and she's done a lot of great things and she's dedicated her life. And you know what? She's rich for it. And I have no money. So I <laughs> yeah. cry me a river of money tears, motherfucker. 
<laughs> yeah, like what if it was what if it was uh, like uh, Elizabeth Warren? What if she was the person, not Hillary? I bet she would have won. Of course, we love yeah. Elizabeth Warren. Live. I mean, what if it was Geraldine Ferraro and she was alive and she got reanimated? I mean, she's amazing. <laughs> There's plenty of great yeah. women, yeah. you know, and that don't have that baggage and right. that history and like yeah of corruption and are likable. Yeah, so. I mean, and like I said, well, not the, to the, say the, she doesn't have good qualities and didn't do great things, but she just wasn't the candidate and they insisted that she was yeah. and it got proven in those fucking emails. Yeah. Thank you, Putin, for <laughs> revealing that. <laughs> well, okay, so what about, you know, the, there's a discussion that basically, what if, uh, you know, Hillary wasn't, you know, what if she wasn't the candidate and then you had another candidate, or, or like, okay, um, Bernie, what if, Elizabeth Warren, instead of vouching for Hillary, vouched for Bernie. Because aren't there? Wouldn't you agree that their views are more more aligned than her and Hillary? I personally <laughs> thought it was surprising that Elizabeth Warren did that because it's well documented for years that Elizabeth Warren did not like Hillary and Hillary Clinton did not like her. Elizabeth exactly. Warren, she had a famous like piece of legislation under Obama. Loved Elizabeth yep. Warren. That's who you know put her. That's Julie doing sorry, that five hundred times, sorry, fixing sorry, her giant sorry, tits, sorry, sorry. Nick. <laughs> So her tits are hit, literally hitting sorry, the mic. Sorry. Just calm down. Literally. So she had this piece of legislation. Obama's the one who made her in charge of this, you know, whatever committee for like mortgages and consumer help with finance. And so she it was this mortgage reform that Hillary voted no on. And Elizabeth Warren was pissed, as she should be. She's holding a grudge. She's holding a bitch grudge. And then she was, I'm sure, asked to set it aside and put you know they're all polit- they're all politicians oh, yeah. trying to get the party you and know, so I think they want I, all their I watch right. House of Cards. I know. And she loves Bernie. They seem like good friends. Yeah. You know their their views now, especially they're always together on everything. They've come together. So I think someone must have asked her to do that, and and I would see her begrudgingly do it on mm-hmm. the news shows. Like we've got to vote for her. And who knows? Maybe it was a woman thing. You know, women want women. It's just naturally maybe. how yeah. it's going to be. You know. And well, we what? Did want a okay. Woman. But I also, you know, I'd like to while I'm talking to the, the two of you i'd like to say two dumbasses whole... nick <laughs> oh you two lovely people these, these... what happens when people talk in person <laughs> people can't be mad at each other i think That's they crazy. seem how they see how incredibly intelligent we are and astute hold on i have to finish my sat test for a moment I, i'm just punching that out i just enjoy doing that on a daily basis yeah. go on <laughs> no i was gonna i was gonna say that this whole this whole diatribe that like all the racist white people voted for trump i mean i i just cannot for obviously there are races everywhere and they'll vote for whoever they want but this whole i just cannot buy into this whole be that i mean obama won two terms in uh in an america that was what we we just had the the great recession i mean that which ac- actually helped his cause you know the first time around but i mean what all these Racist white guys just came out of came out of the forest, you know, came well, out of the I ground that, well, with their pitchforks. Yeah, well, that would be amazing if they came out of the ground. It I would think be. A lot, it would I be. think a lot less people voted in general. Yeah, I mean, Julie would say, yeah. even though she's not saying it, um, that they weren't racist, that they were sexist. Well, there's that, and that's 100. what made okay. them not vote. Yeah, like I would rather not vote, you know, like people didn't half the country didn't vote because they looked at Hillary and like, I hate Hillary. I don't care. Trump. Oh, my God. We're screwed either way. They're the both the same. They're both the same. They're both the same. And how many times have you heard that? They're just both the same. And then people just didn't vote. And so then those half of the half of the people that did vote, half voted for him, yeah, the, half pe- the voted people for who her. voted for Trump, who, who didn't vote for Obama, voted for Trump because yeah. they're sexist, not yeah. because they're racist. Right. Right. You know? well, what about what about all the women who voted for Trump? 
they are also sexist. The women can be sexist. <laughs> and I mean, I think that like with people like my mom, even though she ended up voting for Hillary, there's a thing with women in Hillary where they feel they hate that she stayed with Bill. They think it's gross. Yeah. They think that it yeah. undermines them. They don't feel that she's like, you know, real woman or whatever. Then also she made comments in the 90s about I'm not just a housewife. I don't just stay home and make cookies and people are offended and holding on to that. Well, I and- voted for Obama over Hillary in the primary. And- yeah, but did. I probably am sexist, actually, and I'm fine with it. <laughs> uh, well, what about, yeah. You know what I want to say really quick, though? I know I know we only have so much time. But, okay, so I think that Trump, you could sum it down like this. Trump is, it's not a, it's not even about Trump. He's just the guy right now at this moment in time. But this, all of this shit started to unravel 30, 40 years ago. When you start going back to, like, trickle-down economics, then people started, you know, the rich got richer, the poor got poorer. There really is no middle class anymore. I mean, you have the rich and then you have everyone else. It's just, right, it's just right. different words, yeah. terminologies. But I mean, that's, and then you have this guy comes along and he's like, and he's rich, ironically rich, but he knows, he said, he knows how to get rich. So he says he's going to make everyone else rich. And then you have all these desperate people <laughs> who are poor and can maybe help us get rich. And right. they bought into it. It's, it's, it really is like something from like 1984 or something where it's everyone was in. It's like an indoctrination of all these different minds of people because they're not educated enough to, to know who exactly they're voting for. Yeah, I, I know. Think. I agree. And then I think people wanted there's a backlash of regressive behavior. Like that's boy yep. talk, locker room talk. Oh, I know that's yeah. how guys are. He's a runs a business. That's how we need. There's like a full regression going on that. So when you ask, like, why do women vote for him? It's like, because they fucking hate themselves. <laughs> and because they're going back to a time where they think it is, was it better. Is, it is like 1984. I mean, I know that you meant the book, but it's like, it is exactly like the time no, of 1984. Yes. You know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Anyway, so. All right. Well, thank you so much for doing our ridiculous podcast, Nick. You <laughs> might for having You me. might be pretentious about politics, but you've got balls of steel to call in here and argue with a lesbo <laughs> with a huge bloody vagina. <laughs> Hopefully we didn't lose Kelsey as a listener and, or me. God, I'm sitting here talking shit about Hillary. All 14 of our listeners are going to fucking hate me now. Um, but if you if, if you want anyone to find you on Facebook or Twitter, you I know you didn't want to give your last name, but you can give any of your handles or we can just wish you a motherfucking adieu. N-I-C-K-M as in Mary, O-R-D as in David, O. Nick Mordo. At, at Nick Mordo yeah. on okay. Twitter. Yep. On Twitter. All right. Well, everyone follow Nick. Thank you so much. We wish you the best of luck um, in, in life. Thanks. Yeah, and in, in your in your with your bride to be. Say hi to Kelsey. Be good to her. Don't make don't Thank make you. a les come knock on the door. Okay. Bye. <laughs> bye. bye. Okay, so, so that's it for this very special and very confusing, probably flat, rageful, evergreen episode, also depressing and kind of sad and dark, dumb gay politics. Thank you guys for listening. Like I said in the intro, this is our last evergreen episode for a while. We'll be back next week with a regular show. Thank God. Thank goddess. Thank goddess. Oh, <laughs> Gross. And stuff. I, <laughs> so that I, you know what? There's where I'm sexist. I hate...
that term got thank goddess <laughs> i do it bugs me <laughs> yeah because it's dorky yeah yes and <laughs> hopefully some good salacious news happens so we can get right in there and be on top of it like good tops and have some fun with this damn podcast um well i had fun today yeah i had fun too i mean i did i, yeah. I didn't that didn't convince me you're not i gonna, had fun too yeah i had fun too yeah i had fun too um I just, I need, I need either, I just need some like drama. Like I don't, I want some, I, I, politics is boring. Well, I hope the impeachment happens in a month or something exciting yeah, like some, that Yeah, I don't care if it's at the expense of the country. Yeah. I need some drama. Yeah. I'm addicted to it. I need Bannon to tell Jared Kushner that Lyme, his Lyme disease is fake and he has Munchausen <laughs> syndrome and shit. <laughs> my love. My love. Watch out for the Lyme disease, my love. <laughs> I mean, he's like um, Munchausen syndrome. Remember how they said that? You know, they said that to Yolanda. Oh, yeah, yeah, Fucking yeah, right. Lisa Rinna. Right. It's the good old days. When I, that's what I used to fill my time that up with. Was, that was probably, that could have been the best time of our lives. I mean, women telling women that they've got much Munch- <laughs> disease was, I was living. You know what I mean? I was alive. And now uh, I've got to watch and talk about this shit. I know. Well, <clears throat> it's going to be okay. And we're all going to be all right. And in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Mr. Julie Goldman and she's at the Brandy Howard or join our Facebook fan page. We read every message that we get, even the bad ones, even the ones that are fucking annoying <laughs> and telling me that they're comparing me to people that I don't want to be compared to. And or oh, that was on Twitter. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. We read. Yeah. And uh, just a word of advice for you guys or just a tip Every celebrity, I mean, I would assume except for someone like Donald Trump who gets like, I don't know that they read replies or they're, or they're at, but I think most, and I'm talking about like most celebrities, they read every single at mention. Oh, uh-huh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you, if you yes. at mention them, like yes. at Andy Cohen yes, or, I mean, yes. at Andy yeah. or at whoever, those uh-huh. motherfuckers read that shit. That's right. why like Chrissy Teigen will go in. Like right. they read it all. Yeah. So yeah. that's just so you know, cause I swear, remember me, I'm the, I have Louis CK's one and only yes. single one and only yes. favorite. Yep. He has favorited one tweet and it's mine. Um, okay. So, um, and as always, it's been real and it's been fun. Oh wait, no, it's been fun. It's been fun. It's been fun. Yeah. No, it was fun. It was fun. Like, I feel like you are, you're <laughs> accepting that tone in a way that I understand why, but I didn't mean it in that way. I always make her do take twos and I hate when she's noncommittal. Like I'll be like, does this look, how does this, does this look okay? And she's like, yeah, it looks okay. And I'm like, uh, I'm going to need, or I'll be like, no, I'll be like, are you, it's maybe something about her. Like, I'll be like, are you sure you don't mind? And like, no, I don't mind. And I'm like, mm, well, it kind of sounds like you mind. So I'm going to need like some kind of like an acting. Yeah, there. right. Which for me and I'm I'm literally telling you I don't mind. Yeah, but I need it with more conviction. No, I understand. But I. Because you love. a. Nah. Yeah, I don't. Because I, I'm. I don't know what. I don't know how to articulate what the. What the well, what, uh, what the as thing always, is, but... it's been real and it's been fun. It's been fun. No, it's been fun. But mostly <laughs> it's been gay and it's been down. <laughs> How's that? It's kind of like da na 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 da na 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 da manga da na 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 da manga. I've never been a gayer than a now right now. <laughs> That's true. That is fucking or dumber. dumber than I've been right now. How dumber and gay. I took my tits out on that one. Good they night. They have pasties on them. Uh-huh, it's all shit. It's all just dumb gay politics. America has gotten kind of whack, but we're not going to let it go down like that because we got a dumb gay podcast.
a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A N A N A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know.